right? Yep. Somebody call my mama. So I got a trivia question. Do you remember whose song this originally was for? Uh huh. Yeah, was it a wrestler? Yeah, it was a wrestler. I don't know. Who? Ernest the Cat Miller. Was it really? Mm-hmm. And it went to WWE. That's where that's where it happened in WWE. Ah, uh, okay. Ernest, the five-time karate champion or whatever it was, right? That's right. Yep. He could really bust somebody ass, but He had the James Brown cape going on, the whole gimmick with the slippers. Yeah. Man. Yo, there's a lot of characters in wrestling, yo. (laughs) There's a whole lot, yo. Yeah, man. Um, He works for Fox News now, doesn't he? Does he? Yeah. Uh, he he was there for a while. I know he was heavy on that that the Trump train and all that. I don't even think he's black. Just a good ten? Yeah, I think yeah. Kind of like you know, Scott Hall was, was Cuban for a little while. I, yeah, I yeah, gotta yeah. think he was for a little, for a little while. Yeah, about a decade. <laughs> ten years of his life, man. Yo, yo, WWE is be awesome, <laughs> for real. They be awesome, folks. <laughs> um. Uh, yo, welcome to the uh, Mega hey Maniac. Uh, <laughs> We're the Mega Pod. I, I said Mega Maniac. I'm over here just thinking about how crazy Doug Doug is. Welcome to the Mega Files podcast. I am your uh, host, Joel Rodriguez, and I'm here with the other host. I'm upset that the Baltimore Ravens cannot land a wide receiver despite offering more money. What's going on, Manny? David Stern robbed Kobe Bryant of two more championship rings. We all, yo, listen, we can't, we can't do. Rest in peace to both. Yes, David Stern did not run. Oh, he ruined it. Remember when Vince McMahon was cursing out Austin because he fucked up the Tyson thing? Yeah. You ruined it, damn it! You ruined it. <sighs> okay, um, you done? Is it is it, is it out of your system? Or are we gonna keep keep running with this? It's okay if we do. No, it's it's a pretty cool running joke. Um, it's not a fucking joke. Oh, oh my I bad. Mean. Oh, shit. Betty out here hot. Uh, we, we got a really good show for y'all. We got a really good one. Fucking ices and gets y'all Patrick Ewing and now he can do no wrong. I get it. Oh, man. Uh, no, he can't do us wrong because he, he did the whole Jordan thing. Um, uh, anyway, we, we have a really good show. Um, we have a window pane that I'm pretty excited about. We have a storyline that was really good. That shit was real. <laughs> that shit was real life. That shit was deeper than rap. Deeper than rap, son. It was bigger than rap. Bigger than life. <laughs> um, and we have uh, a contract slash overrated, and it's it's all the same guy. And y'all, y'all probably gonna hate me a little bit for it, but this shit about to be biblical. Fuck y'all. Um. So we <laughs> we got. <laughs> Our window pane is going to go uh, the Northwest to a team that is no longer here. I mean, they're here, but they, they play in another city. They play in OKC. Um, mm-hmm. We are talking about the mid the mid to late 90s Seattle Supersonics uh, that at the time, it, you know, you want to talk Kings, Phoenix Suns, Houston Rockets. Who, who's that team now? Uh, like that up and down, run and gun, win a bunch of games. Brooklyn, maybe? Um, I guess I mean, but they they're just so stacked. But yeah, I was gonna say like um the Clippers were in that in that mix for a while with the whole lob. Yeah, yeah, like that that exciting team that also maybe Phoenix again. Yeah, if you think yeah. about it, that 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 exciting team that that scored a bunch of points and won a bunch of games. They they were kind of in that mode. Um, they had a Hall of Famer, uh, probably two, yes. uh, Gary Payton and Sean Kemp, um. They had some some really good role players too. They had my man Big Smooth, Sam Perkins. Big Smooth, UNC stand up. Uh, they had Detlef Shrimp, uh, who should Detlef who should Shrimp. be a Hall of Famer, by the way. They had uh, Hersey Hawkins. 
They had Nate McMillan. Um, they they had they pretty they had a pretty good team. They had a pretty good team, and they were coached had a solid coach. Yes, they were coached by uh, Coffee Cake Face himself, George Carl, and um, <laughs> yeah, they they were a really good team. They they but they had that window was weird because they had a few seasons where they won a bunch of games and they seemed like they could compete for a title, and then. Pfft, they lost in the first round or lost a little too soon for you know for our liking. Yes. And yes. they were the first one seed to lose to an eight seed in the history of the NBA. Mm-hmm. And it was a 2-0 lead that they blew on top of yes. it. Um, but I might be getting yep. a little ahead of myself. But uh, man, take it away, brother. I've been talking. Yeah, we're definitely gonna get into all that. Um also we're gonna get into how in the nineties you kind of never knew who was coming out the West. Mm-hmm. And I feel that that kind of continued up until Golden State. They kind of and it, and it switched a bit because you knew that LeBron was coming out the East. Mm-hmm. You knew that Michael was coming out the East, and you knew during Bron Bron's run in the East, he was coming out the East. And then you had a few years where you know it was who could it be? You know, you had Philly, Jersey, Detroit. It was a who you who could it be kind of right. thing. In the West, aside from Golden State, and aside from I guess the the three LA, you kind of had a three, four teams where I can see this team winning. I can, it was mm-hmm. all about matchups, right. kind of. It was all about the seeding and who who you're going to see in that second round. And they kind of fell in that whole thing. I said we started in 93. Um, they went 55 and 27. They were the third seed. And they lose to the Suns in the Western Conference Finals. The Suns end up going to the finals, obviously, and losing yeah, to um, seven games, the seven games, right? Bulls. That was- in seven games, um, Barkley has an amazing game seven. He puts up 44 points and 24 rebounds. That was also, if I'm not mistaken, the Oliver Miller game, was it? Or was that the uh, was that in the first round? I, I want to say Oliver Miller, it may have Oliver been Miller had a really game, yeah. big right. game that was in uh, like a deciding game seven or game five. But I, I don't remember. It might have been that one, though. I'm going to look it up. But, yeah, go ahead. It's po- yeah, it's possibly. It's possible. Um, also in this game, so Barkley – had 44 and 24, but he also Kemp only had 18 points and he was five or 12 shooting, so he had eight free throws. But he basically had a terrible game. I want to say, um, he fouled out in that game, Eddie too, right? Johnson, yeah, Eddie Johnson off the bench had an amazing game for them because Peyton didn't have a good game hmm. either. But I think this is one of those original, you know, we talked about it last week, like, yo, that team is yeah. coming, you know. Um, so we move on to 94. And you started talking about it. They go 63 and 19. And one thing I want to point out, we spoke about the Kings last last episode. And one of the things we said is one of those seasons, they kind of limped into the mm-hmm. playoffs. They were a top seed, but they had lost like 15 out of the last 19 or something crazy. This team won 17 of their last 19. They go against the Denver Nuggets in the first round. And they fucking lose. And they win the first two games. They win the first two games by a combined 34 Oof. points. In the 90s, that's fucking yeah, huge. Smoked. You know, they get trounced in game three, and then they lose game four and five in overtime. I want to say this is that famous clip Mutombo. of Mutombo on yeah. the floor mm-hmm. holding the basketball up in the, up yep. in the air. Um, yeah, I mean... That was a choke. That was an all-time just as big a choke as you could have. In the history of basketball, it 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 was. You cannot. There's just no no excuse. You know. And, and now Robert Pack had 23 points off the bench for for Denver. He, he, Bison Dele yeah had 17 points and 19 rebounds off the bench. Bison, for he had a different name at that time too, didn't he? Yeah, I don't think Brian, Brian Williams. Williams. Yeah. It was Brian Williams. Um, yep. Robert Pack also had one of the best dunks ever. Dunks? I think it was Game yes. Three or Game Four when he just yeah. that was outstanding. Robert Pack jumped. But um, yeah, that that Denver team could have been a watch out for them because they they had a squad. You know, they, I mean, at, for for us, you know, for, for me, for my, they had they had Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf, they had Mutombo, they Lafonso, had Alfonso Ellis, they had Ellis. Reggie Williams, they had um Brian Stiff. Brian who, Stiff. He was the guy that if they, he was the guy they needed to to step up if they were really really going to be good. He just never did. And they had my man Rodney yeah. Rogers. Rodney yeah. Rogers, so, yes, sir. Yeah, man. Say. So that, that team was 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 pretty pretty good, man. Took 
Utah seven games. And I, if I'm not mistaken, they were down 3-0 or 3-1 to Utah in that series. And they took it to seven, too. Like, it, it, they were on some cardiac kid shit for that, for that postseason run, yeah. man. They was on their camera. Yeah, yeah. Mutombo for that series averaged 12, 12, and six blocks per game, which is incredible. Yeah. That is he, he, he may be a guy who gets the flowers. Um, yeah, yeah, may, yeah. At, at some point, I, I think, especially when I mean, one of the famous things that people love to watch is that 01 All Star game. MVP that game. I don't and care every, what anybody And tell everyone you. gives it to AI yeah. and Marbury at the two shots. Matumbo went in there and did not let anyone yeah, score yeah. for an entire game. They, they played small ball with Mutombo. That, that's really what they did. They went super. <laughs> that, it was it was dumb to Vince and I think Tracy. Yeah, yeah. And it Mutombo. was just a bunch of wing guy and Mutombo was just stuffing everybody, not la- allowing anybody to score. And they came back and he was the end. I mean, they're not going to give an MVP to a defensive player in an All Star game, but he was the reason why they came back. But anyway, yeah, sure. Seattle. All right, so ninety five. Seattle gets Seattle chokes, okay. and then it's like, okay, this is this is rough. This is rough because this that was a good time for them to actually. And this is the quote unquote non Jordan. Yeah, year. right. This, this is the first that was a really year. big chance for them to do something, and, and it just didn't work out, man. Which is which is so weird. Uh, but um, Houston ends up winning the title, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Elijah Wine. Honestly, honestly, they, they probably the they probably beat. Seattle anyway, I think. But um it would have been cool to see. He was just a man he was a man on a mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been cool to see though, to watch them play. Because that that was kind of what we were waiting to see. And it just didn't happen. Yeah. But um, but yeah, okay. So then the next year they lose in the first round again to a team they shouldn't have. Yep. Uh, again. Yeah. yeah, right. They lose to uh the yeah. Lakers in the Lakers. four. The Lakers in four. They win game one. And they trounced the Lakers in game one, and then they proceed to lose by two, four, and four. Tough, 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 tough. That was – um. Yeah, it's, it's, that was – I, I want to say Van Exel had a really good series for them that – Van Exel, I think, Elden Yeah, they had, they had a really, really good series. They they had no business losing to them, though. They, they were a four seed. Absolutely. This is – this is pre this is pre Shaq Lake, just to put it in perspective for everyone. This yeah, is this is Shaq, Shaq Tavalo, and Orlando. Elden right, yeah. Um, yeah, Shaq goes to the finals. Yeah, this, yeah. This actual, this that was Shaq that in Orlando. Um, Elijah won MVP year. Uh, that was no, um, no, no. David Robinson, Robinson MVP. My bad. That was the dream shake, right? Yeah. Yep, that's the dream shake. And Seattle has three All Stars. That left makes the All Star yeah. team this, this year. In that that's that was one of those four seeds that you could legit see go into the finals, especially seeing as a yep. six seed ended up going anyway. I was about yeah. to say, yeah, exactly. Seeing yeah. So they they end up it, it was a four or five and you know sometimes four or fives are close you know the, uh, if a five seed beats a four seed it's not really like um you know a huge huge upset but Seattle had way more talent than the Lakers there was no reason why they should have why they would should have lost and they ended up yeah. losing so now you got two series in a row where they have home court advantage in the first round and lose. So mm-hmm. now this is where you start saying, "All right, these niggas is choked, right? These these guys are just, just yeah. don't get it. something needs right. to change. Yeah. Something needs to change." All right. Mm-hmm. So and then now we get to the next year, right? Where it's almost it was almost one of those put up or shut up. You like if it doesn't happen, heads are gonna roll and and shit's gonna yeah, change. Nineteen ninety six, they go sixty four and eighteen. Um, they're the number one seed. Gary Payton wins Defensive Player of the Year. GP and Camp All-Stars. They beat the Kings 3-1 in the first round, so they finally get out the first round. This is the mm-hmm. Richmond Kings, right? Um, They sweep the Rockets, who are the defending champs yep. at this time. I mean, granted, yeah, they were it's old, the craziest. Old and, and cr- and yeah, they were old. It was over. Yeah, it was over. And then they beat Utah in seven in the um, conference finals, which I actually mm-hmm. forgot about. That was a great series. Um, yeah. And then they go up again. Now Michael is health. Uh, he's in shape. And they go up against Chicago. Uh, this is the 72 and 10 Chicago Bulls team. And they lose in six. My personal opinion, it would have been five, but the whole winning on Father's Day was too storybook for the world to not mm-hmm. let that happen. So it went six games, and Chicago won at home. And they lost to the Chicago Bulls. There was also a um... – Hey, was hurt. Right in that series, I I think I think Payton wasn't. He was yeah. hobbled. I, I want to say they took and they also and he he brings it up. 
he's pissed that they took him off of Michael in like game mm-hmm. two or something yeah, like that. Because he, he he actually did a decent job defending him. Yeah, yeah. He Gary him. Payton is one of those guys. Um, he's a he's a low key polarizing guy. Like there, there's there's people who absolutely swear by Gary Payton, right? Love Gary Payton, think he's the best thing ever, and then there's people who just think who just don't see it with him. You know, and it's, yeah. it's it's one or the other. There's no, you know, like no in between with him. Um, Do you think Jason Kidd plays a yes, role in that? One hundred percent. Them being from the same area and and uh, like being like a mentor kind of, but then you know, um, being more popular, being uh, more popular and more flashy than Peyton too, which is weird because Peyton yeah. used to throw lobs from like half court to Sean. Kidd. He was the original. It was the original yeah, lob was- city. Like you, we saw Chris Paul with Blake. That was. We thought of Sean Kemp like that yeah, was a comparison. We used to, he used to throw lobs from everywhere on the floor and was a lockdown defender. He was their he was their best player. Sean Kemp was their most famous player, yes. but he was not their best player. He honestly was, yes, was a big reason why they probably didn't go far because Sean Kemp could never really create his own his own shot. He had a nice first step if you were like within ten feet. You know, he wanted to do that little spin move, get to the basket and dunk. He could do that. Yeah. But if Sean Kidd was like 15, 20 feet out, <clears throat> he wasn't. There, there's nothing. There, yeah, there was nothing for him to do. And I think that was a big reason why Seattle never actually won a title because they relied on his points so much that when when they got to like that crunch time where, you know, you were playing a really good team. And- yeah, it always goes back. It goes yeah. back to that. That it like, here's the ball, get me a bucket. Yeah, was that it was just paying. It really was just pain, and they they had to work too hard to get easy buckets. So if, yeah, there's no that's an oxymoron. You can't work hard to get easy buckets. So um, yeah. So that, I think that was a big reason why they they just couldn't go as far as they 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 should have gone. Maybe if if Kemp was a little bit had a little bit more wiggle in his game, or if they had somebody else who could create, you know, that then they they might have been able to to sneak a title. But I, I really feel he he hurt them. Personally, like I, I just it's, it's it's crazy to say because he was good. And when he went to Cleveland, he gained 700 pounds and was still an all star. Like, so that, you know, he, he got it. He, yeah. he actually <laughs> got a jump shot. You know, he, he started shooting the ball. And, yeah, he had his, his mid range jump. Shot yeah, he changed. Oakley. He changed his whole style. Up. But if he would have had that in Seattle, it might, you know, they, they would have had they would have had a better shot at winning the chip. So I, I really do think Kemp hurt them so and if you look at that that West that Western Conference during that time, I mean, and this is just it's just an all time like the teams who went to the finals, all those guys, they had a guy yeah. get me a bucket, you know. Barkley got them a bucket, but they also had a plan mm-hmm. B, KJ, Marley, you know, over in Houston they had Hakeem, but Cassell can give you the bucket. Drexler, Drexler, yeah. um. I think one of the reasons also to piggyback on what you're saying, probably the reason that the, the Spurs at this time never went was because mm-hmm. all they had was Robin. Yeah, there was nobody else that can get them a book. He was the only person yeah. that can get you. There was no and it's the it's the same problem. You know, they were a number they were they were one seed that year against um Yeah, they it was against yeah, Houston he, in ninety five yeah, when he won, he won MVP, the MVP. He won a scoring title, he did all that shit. And but the, he he was he yeah, was kind of no. similar to uh not I don't want to say he was similar to Kemp, but he he didn't really have a bunch of moves. He was on yeah, the floor. He he, he had a jump floor. shot. Jay Robinson could shoot. All right, that that was, and he yeah. ran the floor like a damn deer. Right, like the, the guy. Like yeah, like like, yo, he, yeah, he has the perfect NBA body. Like he he could play now if he wanted to. Just just the way his build is and the way he can move and run, he can play right now. He's one of those few guys that he could play in any era and and be good. You know, just just because of how his body was yep. built. Um. But he didn't have a lot of wiggle through his game either. He didn't. He didn't really create. He didn't really do much outside of that jump shot and just beating his man down the floor. But he was a fantastic defender, and you know he he can control the game on defense. Oh no way, Kemp couldn't. But on offense, he wasn't really much of a creator, and that's probably why the Spurs didn't go for until they got to go. Um, but uh, <laughs> so the next year, nineteen ninety seven. Seven and twenty-five. Another, another series. They should have won. They should have won that series, man. I, I, they beat, they beat the Suns in five, and they were so they this. But these series in th- this year, mm-hmm. they struggled. 
So they beat the Suns in five, but they were down two yeah. one in the series. So now you're talking about this Rocket right, series right. is what you're referring right. to. That they lose to them in seven, but and they were down three one in that series, and they come back. Right. And go ahead, continue. They should have won. They, they, they had a um. Hold on, it was, it was three three. They were, I think they were down three two. The, the the Rockets got by really on just go, like like guile and just you know that that know how and they just had guys who could get them buckets versus Seattle who just didn't and yep. again it, it just went back to that but um they have they yeah have they Barkley had Barkley time, right? and uh, I want to say they had they uh, still had Drexler or they had squad right now they had yeah they had they had Elijah they, like, they had Drexler and they had Barkley on that team. Three guys who can get you a bucket um, versus Seattle who had one. And even Payton wasn't really much of a super-duper creator either. But. Yeah, he's not an isolation, let me let me clear it out. Right, and get right. This guy he right. wasn't that type of guy either. So Seattle, you know, Seattle was probably a little more um, – they, they, yeah, they were a little more fluff than, than, than we give them we, – we don't really give them that type of flat. They were we the, we remember that, that Seattle team – Fondly, because of the oops, and because you know they were one of the few teams in that era who was young and would win, and you know had a shot at winning titles. Most of the teams that had a shot at winning titles had older guys, you know, who were over thirty, and you know just yep. were, were in the league for a long yep. time. They were the only ones who who were like new, like that fresh kind of thing, right? Yeah. And um, young I, I think that's why we remember them fondly. But if you look at the team now, you just look at the, the team they had and, and the style of play, they had a lot of warts and you that they weren't gonna go win titles because they just didn't have the, the guys to do it. And it's crazy. Um just looking at it and we just discussed its counterpart, they are very eerily similar to the Nets that actually went to the finals in the East. Yeah. A yeah. couple years later. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you could honestly it's a change like you know, you have Gary, you have Jason, you have Sean Kemp, you have Kenyon. Mm-hmm. You know, but we had the same problem. Like, yo, who's going to get a bucket? Like, I got to give the ball to Kerry Kittles. Like, that's not yeah. Hersey Hall. Like, that, that's not going to happen. And but, they, they anyway, actually, the Nets uh-huh. actually got worse when they got when they moved on from Van Horn. Van Horn was really the one guy yeah. out there that, that could actually do that. The one rookie, yeah. yeah. And, and once once they moved on from him, they just they weren't the same team. Um. So, yeah, man. So th- there's one so, there's one more year after that, right? And yeah, ninety eight. But they they make the move and they they trade Kemp. Right. They trade Kemp, but they bring in Vin Baker, mm-hmm. who was a Milwaukee dogging basically yeah. him and Big Dog. Um, they acquired Vin Baker and then they go sixty one and twenty one. Um, in the first round, they were trailing two one. To the uh, greatest power forward of all time, Kevin Garnett, but they ultimately win the series. Because he's a choke artist. Continue. And um, <clears throat> and they lose four to one to the Lakers. Yes. Um, this is Young Shaq and Kobe. This is um, I know Kobe. Kobe has famously said the whole George Carl not playing him in the fourth quarter of that of that All Star game with him and Mike. Mm-hmm. This was that year because George Carl actually um. He coached that game, um, and Kobe's like, he would never let George Carl win, and this is kind of what started it. And it continued going to when George Carl was um, coaching Denver. But after this, it is kind of over. Um, Sam Perkins goes to Indy. Yep. And uh, George Carl leaves to Milwaukee. And, and goes out and goes coach. winning there, too. George Carl, yeah. Carl gets a lot of uh, negative flack. That, you know, I, there's people who swear up and down he's a bad coach. But no, he, outside not. of Seattle, outside of Sacramento, the motherfucker won everywhere he went. You know, he was pretty good everywhere he went. He's one of the first. I know we give, uh, and justifiably so, we give a lot of praise to D'Antoni. Mm-hmm. But he's the first coach I heard say that whole like a three is worth more than yeah, a lay. He was one of yeah, him and um and Don Nelson too. Uh, they, they were just yeah. one of those guys that understood you know that that spacing the floor and shooting and moving the ball meant a hell yeah. of a lot more than. You know that that would get you a lot further for most teams, and it was true. Um, so yeah, uh, he but he was pretty successful. So what we got? We got like four or five seasons there. We got about maybe a sixty-five percent winning percentage. 
yeah, give or take, which is they were consistently they were consistently there. Like it was yeah, they were fifty five wins I mean, or better just about every year, which is really good. But yeah, that's it. They, they, they just and like and like we said, a loaded. It was a loaded Western Conference where it wasn't until ninety seven ninety eight where we. I mean, Houston also like there was parity in who was going to the finals. Mm-hmm. And also the, the the conference finals was not the same matchup every year. Yeah, yeah. You Utah, it's not Utah like got oh, close the one times. and two seed are gonna go right. there. Yeah, you know Utah, Phoenix, uh, San Antonio, Phoenix, Houston, Seattle. Houston, Seattle. Like you had four or five teams every year that were right there, and it really all depended on matchups. Right. Yeah. That that it all depended on matchups. That, that really was a very. Uh, even Western Conference. And it also shows how much athleticism gets you by in the NBA, too, because they, they weren't the most skilled team outside of maybe Shrimp. They weren't at all. Like, Shrimp and Hurst, like they, they weren't really that that skilled. But they, they also had guys who could run and just were more athletic and active than the older teams, and they got them far. It's what honestly got Orlando to the chip Penny's second year because Shaq and Penny were just – Way more athletic than everybody right. else, and he just outran and outjumped. Dennis Scott could shoot the corner yeah. three. So, um, and Dennis Scott could shoot the corner right. three. So yeah. it, it just that's, it, that's, it, that's it showed how much athletic how much athleticism matters. Um, you know, it, it, it now if you look at those teams now, they're, they're nowhere near athletic as the teams that are playing now. But even that little bit of athleticism got teams far. Um, so uh, yeah. so that, that that's really what got Seattle far. It was a good run. It was some, it was one that you know a lot of us people my age exciting remember run. fondly. Um, but they just never had. I don't think outside of maybe the team that that lost to the Bulls and the team that lost to Denver, those are really the only two times I could see that where it was just like you know they had winning the title. The other team, the other teams were good. I yeah. just I don't I don't I don't have them like we did other runs like we did the Sacramento run. I think those Sacramento teams were just better, had a better shot at chips than um than those yeah. Seattle teams. And and we know that I mean this is just a fact. It, I understand that we're playing imagine like imagination, but had they went to the final, they were beating those Sixers. They were beating those Nets. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's a right. fact. They would they would have beat them. Now, yeah, I don't know. See, because the Knicks used to beat Seattle too when when they played. Yeah, exactly. So you don't know if they, you know, we saw that they lost to. Chicago, granted, it was the quote unquote best Chicago team or whatever, but yeah. the Knicks, yeah, the Knicks, like you don't know if they were going to beat the Knicks. We don't know if they would have beat Orlando right. because that team would have actually matched their athleticism to a whole nother degree with Penny yeah. and Shaq. So, yeah, we, we, I just, it's, it's hard to just say, man, this team lost out on chips. They, they, they did lose yeah. the team they shouldn't have lost to, but that doesn't mean they would have won the chip had they, had they beat them. Um, so, yeah, man, but it, it I, they are very similar to me to the Clippers yeah. of like the mid two the mid twenty tens. Like they're it really yeah, they just they just also, got they just as far as yeah, they just so happened to get through that one year, uh, which was cool. Exactly, it was cool, but it, it, they just ran into the wrong fucking team. Really, I should have actually I, I should have actually checked. Were there any upsets that year? I mean, they beat. Let's hold on. Let me quick. This is uh ninety six ninety seven right? ninety six. I mean, they're they're the number they're the top mm-hmm. seed, so that that I give them that. But who I'm trying to see who they went through. They beat Sacramento. They beat um. Hold on, say right now. They beat Sacramento. They swept the they swept yeah. the Rockets, and then they beat Utah. And but seven. was there like so the spur? Uh, oh, this is the year that uh, Robinson's out, and they get the number one seed. The follow the number one pick. The yeah, following yeah, year. this is the year. Yep. So that that plays a role. No, didn't did, no, didn't um, no. They dropped the Duncan in '97. Yeah, but they 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 played the Bulls in '96. So '96 '97 no, was the year. No, 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 no. I know that. I know that. What I'm saying though is that you don't have the Spurs to contend with that that year. If they got the number one pick, then the Spurs were all no. and, and Robinson was hurt. No, no, no. The, the Spurs made the playoffs that year, bro. In yeah, '96, yeah. it was yeah. It, it the the Bulls. How the fuck they got the number the one Bulls pick then? And the Sonics played '95, '96. Right, that was the year. The Spurs won Duncan '97, so that was the '96, '97 year. It was the year after that Duncan okay. got hurt, and and they got and they got. Uh, I mean, not Duncan. Robinson got hurt, and he ended up getting Robinson got hurt. Yeah, and they the got Spurs. Okay, the okay, Spurs, okay. I think, made it to the second round of the playoffs that year. I'm pretty. I'm pretty got sure. 
uh, Utah beat San Antonio that year. That those San Antonio teams were kind of similar to Seattle too. You know that they they had some series where they probably shouldn't have. Yeah, Vinny Del Negro, yeah. Sean Elliott. It's a great yeah. shot. Um, they probably shouldn't have. They probably right, shouldn't right. have lost a lot of the series they ended up losing. But whatever. Maybe we could do a window with them, man. Um, you know, maybe is uh, and they they actually had a really hot beef too with uh, Rodman and uh, and David Robinson, right? Rodman hated oh. David Robinson. Well, yes, they did. Yeah, he hated his guts. Yeah, man. Hated Maybe he could have, you know, slept with his wife in the ring on, on a Monday night. Yo, what, what what's yes. beef? Speaking of beef, uh, <laughs> the the yeah, storyline for wrestling. Yeah, you this is this is all this is not all you, but it's gonna be 90% man, because I know this is I got you. Um this one, so before we get into it, I want to give a timetable of where we are in wrestling at this time. So it, I'm, I'm going to give you a couple years before what went down goes down. Um, in 2002, they they do that whole brand extension, and that's to me that's an important piece of this whole puzzle. Um, but in in WWE, because at this point in time, that's the only game in town. Uh, 2003, Austin and Rock are no longer full time performers. 2004, their replacements, you can say Goldberg and Lesnar, decide to leave. Um, Orton's face turn miserably. miserably. This is when he gets kicked out of Evolution, and they try to, they basically try to make him yeah. Rocky Maivia. The youth and the, and the, the standing just, on the, yeah. the turnbuckle when he enters, they, they, re- yeah, they really tried. It was fucking terrible. He got over by being a prick, and they tried mm-hmm. to change it. So, 2005, Cena and Batista ascend. But there is no big time storyline. So throughout this entire time, you know, the tag team division was doing amazing. Three teams, the Dudleys, Edge and Christian, and the Hardys. But you always saw, I mean, whether you like them or not, Edge shined. Like, you can see Edge. I think out of all six of those guys, you can see Edge as the single yeah. star. Like, oh, he'll get the singles run. And he had he'd been successful, but he wasn't a main eventer. He mm-hmm. was not a main eventer. So real life turned Edge into Jeff from <laughs> Saved by the Bell, and he became the most hated man in the fucking business. Um, so Edge is, is on SmackDown. He splits from Christian. Lita and the Hardys are on Raw. Uh, Lita breaks her neck and is mm-hmm. out for a year. Edge is doing amazing on SmackDown. Jeff Hardy is doing very well on Raw. Matt Hardy was on Sunday Night Heat. <laughs> or still tag teaming with his brother who is basically going back and forth with right. the IC title. Matt decides to turn heel on Jeff. And he moves to SmackDown. During this time, Edge is out with a neck injury for a year. Um, but Matt starts to be, but that's the this is the yeah. version one time. So he's he's entertaining. He's still not a main event guy. He's he's a mid carder at best. He's he about to put it to put it in perspective. Mm-hmm. He's a cruiserweight now, champion. I, I never thought he was a good wrestler, but good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he, he's, he's, he is, well, Janetti was a good wrestler, but he is that, right. he is Janetti minus the wrestling ability, I guess. Um, Lita comes back to Raw. In turn, Matt, who that's his real life girlfriend, comes to Raw also. Edge comes back in 2004. I want to say it's the day after Mania. I could be wrong, but I want to say it's the day after Mania. And he Im- immediately goes back into that upper mid card yeah. role. Like he's IC champion, stuff like that. And during this time, Matt Hardy tears his ACL. So he's out. And this is when <laughs> shit got real. Um essentially, real life happens and Lita starts traveling with Edge and they are Atlantic you Star start. Secret Fuck. Lovers. <laughs> Um, the story is that one day Matt sees a text message and a voicemail from Edge, and 
uh, the rest is history. Um, this is this is a the internet was out, but it wasn't like yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't it, it wasn't you know every every website is dirt sheets like uh <laughs> like it is now. Yeah, but Matt Hardy decides to go on the internet on his blog, air it out, air it out, air shit out. Air shit out. In with in in turn, you get now the the New Yorks. You get the the, the smart crowds who who follow this shit. Mm-hmm. Edge is a babyface. Lita is a babyface. They're yelling all type of shit yep. at them in the crowd. Uh, you screwed Matt. They're calling Lita a, a whore. Mm-hmm. Um, all type of shit. But because he did this and he was he was just going crazy. WWE ends up releasing yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Matt Hardy, I'm talking about. Um, but the crowds were just going yeah. nuts, man. Uh, every time now, so now they also capitalized by turn. They have to turn Edge and lead a heel, and they actually pair them together. And he's gone. Matt Hardy's yeah. gone for a few months, right. and then. A random moment in in the summer of 05. So we went from 03 to 05. He fucking attacks Edge. They have a random fan or random someone attack Edge in the back. Uh, WWE did a great job in the sense that they didn't say his name. Even when he was shown on the camera in the back, they didn't say his name. They didn't didn't comment at all, actually, uh, JR and King. He, um... And then later on in the show, he attacks Edge again. They don't say anything. He grabs a mic. Um, he calls him by his real name, which is this is when we're starting the re- the the reality era. Fifteen years before it actually happened, he mm-hmm. calls he calls him Adam. Um, he calls Lita a whore. Um, he screamed ROH, yeah, that which was, was crazy at the time, and 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 people yeah. didn't know what the fuck that was, myself included. I was like, "What the fuck is Ring of Honor? Mm-hmm. This is this is two thousand five. Um, you WWE had that show. You remember that that that, right, that yeah, web show? Yeah, this? wow, I forgot all about that. Shit. That shit, that shit was, that was. You know, I was watching the whole thing with Cena and Reigns earlier, and Cena shits on him, and then he says, "See you fourth wall." Bite this was killing the fourth yeah. wall before anybody even you know discussed it. This show, just to put in perspective, this is the show that Austin called on. And basically shitted on the writers. This was like mm-hmm. two weeks before he walked out. That he has him again. Storylines, he thinks it's piss poor, all this stuff. So anyway, leaders on the and this is straight. Yeah. Like this was a shoot. Like they didn't know what the fuck was gonna happen, who was gonna call. So leaders on bite this and mm-hmm. Matt Hardy calls. And he basically he tries to make her answer why did it happen on on live air. And she's trying not to, and she's she she's you know he called her by her first name. He's like after six years, why would you do that? I'm gonna make your life a living hell. All this shit. Um, eventually, I've got to say the bastard yeah. smart. He gets resigned. All of this momentum kind of got him, like oh we might we have something here. He gets resigned in August. And um, they have a match in, on SummerSlam 05. I don't know if it was supposed to be like this. Edge wins by, like, technical knockout. Matt Hardy gets concussed and busted open in, like, the first four minutes. Because of that it, it, that gray area, we don't know what's real, what's not. Right. I don't know if that was supposed to happen. But the ref stops it because he's busted open and he's obviously concussed. Um, Edge wins. They um throughout this whole time also Edge has that that this is he's the first money in the bank winner. So he's holding this this contract this entire time. Um and I'm gonna get to why I brought that up later on. Um they have a street fight afterwards and they're both stretchered out. They do the whole stretcher job. He does his side effect, which yeah. is like a sit down rock bottom onto the electrical equipment, it blows up. Unlike AEW, they, they have some good but, matches um, too. The the street fight, yeah, yeah. I mean, 
from from the from the, mm-hmm. the chemistry's there from the tag. Is, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, from you know they had all those all those gimmick matches. Uh, they have a steel cage match, and Hardy uh beats Edge clean. Um, he does his snooker moment and he does a leg drop from the top mm-hmm. of the cage. Um, he pins him, and then they have one more match, and it's a ladder match, which is fitting because of them and right. you know how their careers have been. And it's a loser leaves Raw match. And Edge ends up winning. They do the the Shawn Michaels spot where his arm gets caught. Well, Shawn Michaels' leg got caught in the rope, but they he basically traps Matt Hardy's arms in the rope, and then Lita comes into the crucifix on his arms and holds him there while Edge goes up and grabs the briefcase, and Matt Hardy is gone. He goes to SmackDown. And, they, and he's still over as shit. And I feel they did nothing with him. I don't know what your feelings are about I, I think, it, but I, um, I think that the leader and leader cheating on him saved his career. Personally, I, I do. I, I think okay. Um, he would have been. He would have went the Marty Jannetty route. He would have went. You know, he he would have flamed out. Yeah. And um, he we wouldn't have heard from him. But when that happened. He really, you know, got on his his boys to men, you know, like like he was really sad about this shit, and um, <laughs> yeah, right. And, and the road, he voiced his his uh, his heartbreak, and it resonated with the crowd. It resonated with the fans, and I also think yeah. the fans got a kick out of um, it actually being a real story. You know, it, it wasn't it wasn't like a fake. She yeah. cheated on me. It was a real. She cheated on me. She cheated on me with Edge. You know, you a hoe, and, and I, how could you do this to me? Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it, it it brought a lot of. It was really, really the first time I saw a woman get as much heat as she did that was leading, even more than China, even oh, yeah. more than um, oh, yeah. Marlena. Oh, yeah, yeah, more yeah. Than Vicky Guerrero. After she got wild heat crazy. for that. And um, yeah, I think it's safe. And yeah, then when they yeah. paired them, yeah, it was I, crazy too. Yeah, and then when, and then they had that 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 famous uh that royal scene where they was pretty much fucking on on the uh on the oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Show, oh, a couple you know, months it, later they, yeah they really went for it they really you know pushed boundaries with that uh scene and um yeah I think it saved both of their careers I it saved Lita's career and it saved uh, uh Matt's career. Jeff probably would have been a hype, but I think Matt. So, Jeff, yeah, uh, Jeff. Um, he's just his brother is so yeah. much more charismatic than than Matt, and it, it showed. And I think that that was also it's like yo, it's like it's like the the street profits. Mm-hmm. You know, Montez is the guy. Only a matter of time, bro. You know, in the ring talking mm-hmm. like it's only it's gonna happen eventually. But um, similar to what you're saying. Um, you know we're we're big music buffs. I think this yeah. helped Edge immensely. Also, I think this gave Edge the Chris Brown nice. after he whooped yeah. me on his ass kind of thing. You know what I mean? It kind of gave him that kind. Mm-hmm. It, gave, it gave him an edge almost, like it gave him something, something tangible that he can like. There's no more gothic vampires, no more like rocker kind of guy, whatever he was, alternative, alternative rock. Like this gave mm-hmm. him something to really latch on with. Um, and it, it, it show, I mean, he starts, I think a couple months later, th- I, this, that match happened in October, that loser leaves raw Yeah. three months later, he's the world champion. You know, he catches in after all that time, because what was amazing is that he had that briefcase, but because this storyline okay. was yeah. going on, everyone fucking forgot about this fucking briefcase. So he catches in on Cena, he wins it. And the bastard, what he's like a thirteen-time champion at this point. Like I, after this, his first title was three months. You, you could say that 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 storyline helped all of their careers. And you know, I, it it'd be it'd be interesting to, yeah. to ask Matt, would he trade it? Like, would he, you know, would would he? Uh, yeah. Would he keep Lita? Like, yeah. Would, would he? St- if if, if it meant it never happening and him staying with Lita and marrying her or having the career he had, would he? You know, what would he do? I think he, I, I've heard it before. He said if he can do it different, he wouldn't come to Raw because she mm. was on Raw. 
he would have stayed on SmackDown originally because mm. he was gaining momentum. But I actually I have a question for you, for your your opinion. This is the fantasy booking. Because it, to me, it's too... They really did nothing with him afterwards, which was real interesting to me. So my theory from w- listening to this and, and just watching it and, and kind of like studying it, I think it's possible that they may have like... He may have won the Rumble that year. He may have been scheduled to win the Rumble that year and then... Edge wins the title in January, and then that's who he chooses to mm. fight at Mania mm. win the title. I think that, yeah. and I think everyone would have loved that story. Like it's the ultimate redemption. So I think, I think Eddie dying is actually what fucked mm-hmm. all that up. Yeah, I. Ain't, and I ain't and they that. ended up going with Ray. I never, I never put it together till you know, just for the show, like doing notes, and I'm like. It's crazy. Like they, I've never seen them really not capitalize to this level. Like he started doing skits with MVP, shooting basketballs, and like he really did nothing afterwards. And I, they, one thing about them, they'll capitalize yeah, on something that's hot. This was really the first time they really like while. went with something that was real life, and, and you know, just man. That yeah. that would have been dope because I don't think they've ever done that for like a title match. Maybe, maybe the closest thing really is is Cena and Rock, maybe. But that um because there was a little bit of heat there between them yeah. two. But other, but yeah, other yeah, than that, that real, I, I yeah, can't really sure. think of a time where you know it was like a main event, real heat. Yeah, because like we, yeah, we all know so that they got that they time, don't like right? each other and they're, they're you know trying to stay professional for the man. Yeah, that that and would the main event in WrestleMania, and 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 him getting the title. Yeah. Whether he could have had the title for a fucking month, but that moment, like that's that redemption, and everyone, you know, at the closing out WrestleMania, that would have been amazing. Yep. Wow, I didn't, man, that was a great story. Um, you're a pretty good storyteller, man. I mean, you're not Joel, but uh, that that was a, a really good. Uh, he should have had seven rings. Um, Matt Hardy, uh, always born as hell. I, I've never liked the Hardy Boys. I, I'll tell you that right now. I, 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 you know what? I, I'm with you. I'm with you. It, it's legit. It's legit. Yeah. The, the, he's a legit I'm, stunt guy. I'm not. I don't a, like Jeff either. Like that. He's a stunt guy. I think yeah, Foley tells yeah. a story. I, I've never. I've never guy. been too up on them. Yeah. I, I, I just, McMahon. I can't do it. And I mean, I, I respect that story and I respect what he did to help his career. And honestly, he's, he's done as much to change, to help out the arch of his, the arc of his career as anybody. Cause he, you know, he did the Matt Hardy 2.0. He did the, uh, what, what, what? Yeah. Yeah. That, that ridiculous shit. Like he, he's done, he's been able to connect with the fans yeah. outside of the ring, which keeps him in, you know, but I, I just, yeah, he's born to me in the ring. He's he's just yeah. He's, he's just he's you know extra he's white privilege, bro. Promos, ring work, like he's real basic. Like he he looks like he just got out of tough enough. Yeah. And, they and he had like, the, the one thing I, I credit him for was he's the one that made me realize Bray Wyatt sucks. But um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> and I think I. At the end of the day, yeah, man, Edge, Edge he's, he's the Bobby Womack of WWE. But he's Trey Song, Bobby Womack was a dirty motherfucker, man. But uh, um, yeah, he that was <laughs> Edge is a rough guy, man. Lita just you know, Lita have feelings, man. Um, yeah, man. Um, uh, so yeah, that good them. story, bro. That that was. I like these. I like these segments a lot. The, the next one is going to be good. To, yeah, it's really dope. The storyline. This thing, one lasted for like yeah. three years or something, three four years, and it was really really good. Um, uh, what was I going to say? So, I was thinking of a segment and I could not. What'd you say? I already said. I just segwayed for you. Oh shit! Either fucking no. Nah, nah, that's not fair. But. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking of calling Bobby Womack the whole time too. Maybe that's why. But yeah. I threw you a fucking yeah. lob. Come yeah, on, man. Sean. Was, yeah. on Sorry, Portland. man. Um, 
I'm, I've, I've failed two cities now. Uh, but all right, speaking of, all right, so Michael Vick, um, that's the guy we're going to talk about for the rest of this show. We're doing contracts and we're going to do something else too after. Michael Vick is to me the Allen Iverson of the NFL. Um, now, yes, yes, yes. as far as culture, cultural, not production wise, Iverson was more productive, I think, in his field and his craft than Vic was in his. Okay, but for what yes. he mean, he yes, meant to his far. culture and to people, and just the way he he was able to revolutionize something. He is the Allen Iverson of his uh, of his sport. Mm-hmm. Michael Vick was came out of Virginia Tech and had a, a college fo- took his team to the college football championship game um, pretty much by himself. Uh, I think I think D'Angelo Hall was on that team too, but they ended up losing to Florida State, and Florida State was stacked. So you know, they, they, there's no there's no reason to knock him for losing to them. But um, yeah. Uh, but uh, he ends up being the number one pick in the draft, right? The the, the San Diego Chargers win. Not, well, there's no lottery. But the San Diego Chargers end up with the worst record in the NFL. And they have the first pick in the draft. And the Atlanta Falcons have the hots for uh, Mike Vick. And they end up trading up to go and get Vick. And the, the Chargers that year trade down a little bit end up getting LaDainia Tomlinson and Drew Brees in that draft, which is crazy. <laughs> but um, Who won that? But, I mean, they didn't get Drew Brees in, that, in the trade, but they had the first pick in the second round, and they end up taking Brees, who ends up being a better player than Vic. But anyway, Mike Vic goes to Atlanta, which I think also helps his, his cultural meaning because Atlanta is a town, you know, is an African-American town, you know, and, and uh, it's, it, it helps. He, he brings that team yeah. up. Um, they did go to Super Bowl, but they, they were kind of in the in the, the doldrums a little bit. They were a little boring. Um, he gives them life. How how long before that they went to Super Bowl? Uh, two a few years. years. Yeah, the draft it was, yeah. But they they pretty much fell off the earth. They went they went in ninety in ninety eight and mm-hmm. then with the Dirty Bird hold the whole Dirty Bird craze right. and everyone on yeah. that team didn't matter. Anymore, Land, right? all of Chandler, it was old. Jamal Anderson. Um, so yeah, so. Uh, here we go. So they they he ends up uh he ends up taking over the team his rookie year. And you know, the guys are hot. All right. He is the he is far and away the fastest quarterback we have ever seen play. Now we we've seen quarterbacks that can run before him, right? We saw Randall Cunningham, we saw Cordell Stewart, we saw Doug Flutie. Yeah. Uh we saw, I mean, not I didn't see him, but Fran Tarkenton uh was probably the the, the originator. Um, but Michael Vick kind of took it to a whole other level. It was like a, a punt returner with a strong arm. That that's kind of that's kind of what he was. You know, like like he Yeah, yeah. he he was like and like Dante Hall similar, yeah. with you know with with a cannon. That that's really what he was. But um so yeah, so his rookie year he ends up taking <laughs> over at towards the end of the year. I think he plays a couple games. He starts a couple games. They put him in in like some packages throughout the season, but he he they give him the starting job at the end of his rookie year. He doesn't do too, too hot, but now we know the next year he takes over, right? Yeah. Then he comes in, and he becomes a starter, yeah. and they win eight games. Uh, they go eight, six, and one, I want to say. I think they had a tie that year. Um, he was not too great either, but that year either. He he wasn't too – um, how you call it? He wasn't the most accurate guy in the world. He wasn't, uh, you know – he didn't like go through his progression. He wasn't a quarterback. Yeah, he, he threw. He threw for yeah. less than. Yeah, and uh, he, 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 he completed fifty-five percent of his passes. But the motherfucker ran for. Uh, I want. Where, where is it at? He did that year. Shit. Over over a thousand. His second. His second full season. Two thousand and uh, right? Two thousand and three. Two thousand and two. Two thousand and two. He he ran for. 777 yards. His, his, his first full year as a starter and his second year in the league. He ran for 777 yards and eight touchdowns. And he becomes the, the quarterback of the first team to beat Green Bay in Green Bay in a playoff game. Right. So now – And Green Bay. 
Yeah, so yep. now he and has that still, under his belt. And not only do they win, they win easy. They win like like 27 to 3 or something. They, they blow them out. Yep. So now he has that. So now it's like, oh, yep. shit, this guy's about to take over. So now he, he gets on the cover of Madden. You know, he, he's, he's, he's ready to go. You know, he's, he's about to blow up. He gets the hurt. Curse. Doesn't play too much the next season, right? Um, Madden curse, right? He ends up, I think, playing like four or five games or whatever. Uh, the Madden. Curse. The Falcons don't do too too hot, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but uh, he wasn't too great either. They they go five and eleven. Um, Dan Reeves gets fired. They go with Wade Phillips, and you know it's not it's not yep. great. He comes back though. The next year, you can pick up from there if you want. In 06, so in 06 is when he throws, he throws for 24, 2,400 yards, almost 2,500 yards. Um, he's only averaging, this really tells you, mm-hmm. he's only averaging 154 yards a game, passing. Uh, he throws for 20 touchdowns. He throws 20, 13 picks. Right. But he rushes but for they go 11, And they go 11 and 4. With, well, I'm going 12 and 4, 11 and 5, right? Yeah, so yeah. so they they they, they win, yeah, yeah. you know, that despite him not being division, the, the greatest win. quarterback in the world, they win, right? All right, not so pretty, then the next they, year they're, happens, they're getting their results, and I think they go eight and eight or nine and seven or something, and then he gets a massive contract from Arthur Blank. What, what did he get? Hey. That man got 10 years, $130 million. $37 right. million dollars guaranteed, which at that time was a record. So he became the highest. This makes a lot of business history. sense because Michael Vick is uh, yes, attract. He would attract he people would to come watch the like games. A, a lot of people bought Atlanta Falcons merch. He was a very popular guy. Right. He was, right. A, he was videos, all in the videos. Yep. He was everywhere. And he was still young. He was a 25-year-old black quarterback who was at the top of the world. And Atlanta seemed to be a pretty cool destination to go play. And he had the whole, he doesn't really have a wide receiver to throw to thing, too. He had Algie Crumpler as his best uh, his best target for, for those uh, for those years. But it, it really was just him and, like, Warwick Dunn, who would just run down the throats of teams. And then it right. Yeah, I love Warwick yep. too. Um, so yeah, so then the dog fight, and um, yeah, they they end up (laughs) voiding the contract, right? They release him. It's two two years, yeah. So two years into this this ten year deal, at that time he had played only thirty one games. He had through thirty five TDs and twenty six interceptions. So already, right. Uh, yeah, that's not that's not the best thing for a quarterback, you know. Um, he's convicted and sentenced to yep. two years that, in prison, basically, and that that kind of kills his whole momentum, you know. And 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 if there's one, yeah, and if there's one thing you can't do with white people, they release them, and you can't hurt y'all. All right, that 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 was like it's true. You can't you can't do it. All right, you just can't do it. It's just not. It's it's. It's almost you know you, you can't you can't say anything bad about America and after that you can't hurt dogs okay you can hurt brown immigrant kids before you can hurt dogs so our so our Caucasian followers I own it it's the things, truth all right Joel Rodriguez the thoughts they do not <laughs> they, they do not like hell they don't the but um the all right Mega Powers podcast all of hey, our sponsors. I, I, I'll own it. You know, all right. You can't you can't hurt dogs to white people. Um so he ends up going to jail and now he becomes like public enemy number one. Right now, granted, what he did with those dogs was fucking heinous. All right. Yep. How how he killed them and you know he electrocuted them and how he drowned them and all that. The terror. Okay. I'm I'm not yeah. even trying to say yeah. you know that they, right. He he was that was rough. Do what he did, okay, just like reading all the stuff he did. All right. But, you know, Ray Lewis killed the guy. Um, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, Deke, oh, uh, sorry, Ray, in case you hear this. Um, so, so they say. So, do Atlanta gets rid of him, right? Because they, they kind of have to. He ends up going to probably the best possible place he can go. 
Andy Reid and the Philadelphia Eagles, right? Um, yeah, and yeah, and, 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 and kind of Wildcat was pretty new. That whole switching players and the uh, Miami were the first one with Ronnie Brown and Cadillac kind of, uh, Williams into the playbook or whatever. But yeah, continue. Right, and uh, no, he was on that. Cadillac I think Williams. he was on that Miami team too. That that was when they had Pennington, and Pennington couldn't throw deep, so they had to do something else. Right. Um, so oh, yeah, he ends up going to seven yards. The Eagles. He's their third string quarterback. McNabb is still there, right? McNabb is like thirty three or whatever. Um, McNabb has a decent year. They, I think, I think the Eagles mm-hmm. go eleven and five yep. that year, and um, they end up. Uh, what they do? Did they? Did they go to the playoffs that year? Yeah, they they trade them to um they went to the players, but they end up letting walk. Yeah, they they lose in the first round to the Cowboys, and that's when it's like, all right, McNabb, yep. it's over. We don't we don't want anything to do with you. Um, which is with yeah, which is kind of which, which is fucked up. Yeah, so um, we, he already got he goes he already got and uh, Andy Reid comes, and I think they go with Kevin Cobb as their starting quarterback to start the season. Am I right? Right. And then they go to Vic, the, and then the they take off that year. <laughs> they go, It was crazy, the numbers he was putting up. He had Deshaun Jackson as his wide receiver at, you know, at the time when Deshaun Jackson actually meant something. He had LaShawn McCoy, who was, who was a complete yeah. video game joystick with him running the ball. It was, it was wild watching it, all right? They end up winning the – yes. Uh, oh, yeah, hard R. Rod, hey, Rodney, Rodney Cooper. Cooper. Um. They and they they have possibly <laughs> it, it's it's up there top five one of the worst losses of my fandom history. They they come back and they beat the Giants on that punt return. Yes, and if if uh, if, if, if I can if that I can deviate return? just for a little bit, that, that might have been the best Eli ever. Uh, and and it's it's crazy I say that because he th- I think that that was the year he threw the most interceptions of his career. But if you look at the amount of wide receivers that just kept coming in and out of that that team, there was like nine wide receivers. They just that they were top, they were top yeah. five in offense and yeah. top five in he defense. Carried them. They finished, I want to say ten and six, and they didn't make the playoffs. And they they were as good as anybody. They just couldn't stay healthy. That that's really what it was. And it, it he was he yeah. was getting you know, um, people it, talking it about was, he, He'll get MVP. It was MVP. rough watching watching because what happened happened to them because that might, that really was as good a Giants team as Eli had, and that was as good as Eli was ever until the next year they went they end up winning the Super Bowl. But I'm getting a little ahead of myself. The next year, because they robbed the Ravens, Lee Evans caught that touchdown against the Patriots, and then this fucking kicker missed the kicker, but he oh that that scored yeah the touchdown. right, didn't right call that. It. And then y'all beat the bum ass Patriots. Y'all would have lost to the Ravens. We would have went back to back champions because Joe Flacco Done. just got a job. So Vic then Man. gets a big contract, right? After that. What what contract does he get? Six So years, he gets two hundred million dollar contracts in like a four year span, two of them being out of the league, which is unpre you're never gonna see that again. Okay, you're never gonna see this again. All right. They end up signing Namdi Asamoah, right? Vince Young and, and and all these other guys. Vince Young famously the calls them the dream team, right? They flame the fuck out. The Giants end up winning the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Mike Vick mm-hmm. gets exposed. He, he's never really the same after that. So, Luke. Yeah, they go A and A. They go. They go. Right. They go. A and and um, the year. next year they go four and but twelve, began, and then that's like, it. It, it. Ain't no more Vic, right? It, it, it's. It's. I mean, he ends up going to like Pittsburgh and the Jets and all that. Yep. Right. But it, there's no. There's no more. Um, he goes to the Jets and then there's no more match. Yeah. All right. So we're doing. He had two hundred million dollar contracts, right? He doesn't make the playoffs in any of those years where he's getting paid that amount of money. I think maybe one the first year. He doesn't win. Okay. If you were to put Michael Vick's numbers, especially in Atlanta, right? If you were to like go through his game logs and look at his stats and then put Tim Tebow's stats right next to it, you're not gonna see much of a difference. Okay, I promise you. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of make a lot of like you know, 30, 40 percent completion rating, uh uh completion a percentage. You're gonna see 80, 90 yards rushing. Yep. 
couple touchdowns. You're going to see that with both of them, right? The difference is Vic made it look nice, whereas Tebow just made it look like you were pulling teeth the whole game, right? So, um, right. So Vic was Vic did super it a monster icon, iconic, right? He had two big time contracts, but he was also overrated, like a mother. Okay, so. We that and so now we're tying Ooh. all this together. We're doing uh contracts overrated. It's all the same guy. It is Michael Vick. All right. Michael Vick was not never a good quarterback. Okay. He was never. He was not never. Um he, he couldn't he not wasn't never. accurate. He he just didn't go through progressions. If the first guy wasn't open, he would take off. All right. He took too many sacks to he held on to the ball, you know. He fumbled a lot. He got hurt too much. He just wasn't super he reliable. Fumbled a lot. He was just magic when he actually did play running the ball. I, he had he had the Green Bay game. He had to play against I want to say it was Minnesota, where he won the game in overtime. Yeah, which was Minnesota. Yeah, which was Minnesota where they collided. So, um, you know, and he had the Giants comeback game too. Sneakers, so bro. he's got big moments, but for his career, for the money he made, and for the fame that he has, all right, he is. He's not even a top 50, 60, 70 quarterback all the time. So, uh, yeah, you overrated, bro. He's not. He's not. You overrated. Jeez. But as far as culture and, and the, uh, your, your status and your iconic, you are top 10. Yeah, you know, you know, he um he's some it's almost like to to, to the world, yeah. to us, he's the first mobile quarterback. Yeah, and Lamar Jackson one shows but um, Lamar Jackson they're both they're both better quarterbacks um, than him too. But Vic was like the first guy who was just like like yeah. had wide receiver speed. Yeah, yeah, and and he had the commercials. Uh, the, yeah, he had that he power he commercial he, where he didn't threw it. Throw yeah, it into yeah. like he, the, the you know, he, row of the stadium. He had a strong arm. Like he that. definitely had a strong arm, and he was super fast, and he was a black quarterback, which is something we were starving for too. So, you know, he was just – he just looked like the guy that when we went out and played – Yes. Yeah, no, 100%. Even though McNabb he was, was, more, was and he was more 50 times than McNabb. the quarterback than Michael Vick was. Um, so, yeah, so was bad back. contract, yep. overrated, goes to you, Mr. Michael Vick. Um, not not even better than Scott. Scott, I can't even do that. So, Scotty Pippen better than him? Hmm. Yeah, I can't hey. do it. Shit. <laughs> Damn, Mike. Um, yeah, that's our show, guys. I, I hope I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, there was a lot of storytelling. We, we kind of switched it up with the storytelling, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, the next show, we, uh, I don't know what we got. We, we got a lot of different segments that we can hit them with. So um, we haven't done it either or in a while. So may, maybe we can do that. But uh, yeah, yeah. We haven't done either. We didn't do a social media debate today. Um, we didn't talk enough about how Kobe Bryant right. would have won You're two right. more uh, rings. Thank you for coming uh, to the show, guys. Listen. Thank you. And um, I don't have to bring uh, it up again. Next episode, we're going to talk about why um, why Manny thinks Whitney Houston Kobe is Bryant the best player. Thank you guys, and uh, you guys have a good. Don't fucking lie. The dream, the dream sucks. Y'all have a good night, man. See y'all later. Album. He had one good song. <laughs>